What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Woman Be Healed podcast. The podcast all about acknowledging the opportunity to heal, harnessing the power of forgiveness by leaning on God and community. I'm your host, Rashonda Powell. What's up, y'all? Yo, today is the last day of March, and I pray. I really pray that y'all have um, just been intentional about this month and how you're ending it on today. Um, Whether your month was focused on being more healthy and you were eating salads all month or you were getting more rest or disconnecting for um, the month of March or treating yourself, um, whatever the case may have been. I just really hope that you guys had really taken advantage of it and really went forth in being intentional in the month of March. Um, And in April, I was really trying to figure out what the challenge would be for April. And what I really honed in on was giving, just kind of going backwards and kind of giving y'all my focus and, um, my focus on being intentional for the month of March, what I did, I was really, one of my areas, I was really intentional on my yard, right? And when we first moved here last year, our yard was a mess. I mean, leaves absolutely everywhere, everywhere, y'all. It was tall bushes. It was just a mess, y'all. And I see... <laughs> so much beauty in our yard. It's it's huge. And I have been really intentional on cleaning it up. So <laughs> when we first moved here last year, our yard was a mess. I mean, leaves absolutely everywhere, tall bushes and just just a mess, y'all. But Even in the mess, I can see so much beauty in our yard. You know, I see so much beauty in the in in all the mess. So I've been just trying to clean it up, and I've been doing it little by little over the past few weeks. Luckily, my brother has been helping me, and when my husband is off, he sees me and he'll come out come out and help. Um, But it's definitely a work in progress. But that's where um, I've been focusing on lately, as far as me being intentional, because. I'm ready to see the fruit of my labor. And <laughs> I re- I've been really intentional on my business as well. So I've been like setting time out every day to really work on little goals that I've set for myself. And I haven't really been um, talking about it on here either before as far as my business. But I have a small business, y'all. And it's under the name of Squad Mommy, um, where I make like custom items like t-shirts and vanity bags. And um, I've added some things now like tumblers and stuff. But I took a break from it because I didn't really know the direction where I wanted to take it. And my heart is really this, like the podcast and me speaking to y'all and um, giving y'all my heart and pouring out into this podcast for whoever has a ear to hear it, um, whatever I get (laughs) and whatever I bring to y'all. So um, that it helps y'all and helps y'all to grow into whatever and wherever God is leading y'all to be, um, you know. So I just took a step back from because I really wanted to examine my why and examine where it is. Because sometimes when you lose sight of your why, 
pushing and going forward is so hard. So um, I really had to really step back and realize <laughs> where I was and where I was going in my stepping back. And while I, I love speaking to y'all, I love coming to this mic, I still love creating too. So um, I've been meshing both of those together lately. And y'all are the first to hear that I'm meshing it. <laughs> so I'm still going to be creating, but in a way where everything I'm creating is not just some randomness, but creations that remind you of who you are every time you wear it or every time you use it. So my website actually goes up this weekend. Um, and like I said, I have tumblers coming out too with like affirmation designs, teas with scriptures and the podcast logo. And also like a, a new brand name that I think y'all will love. It's called um, Beautifully Mended. Um, I got some tote bags with dope designs and empowering slogans and reminders, like vanity bags and stuff like that, cute slogans. You know, just stuff that really feeds your mind um, good things and are still super cute. <laughs> you know, but still in addition to that, I do have like custom designs still available because that's always cool to see what y'all have in mind. And how I can still help in that way, too. So your girl is just ready to be her own boss. I'm intentional on being my own boss and really seeing the fruit of my labor. OK, so it's been my yard. It's been my business. Those are some of the things that I've been focusing on in March. So in March, I was gearing up for all this stuff. You know, in April, I'm ready to give and I'm ready to sow into um, some things. While I'm planting in my yard, I'm sowing into other things too. So I'm start giving my time. I'm gonna give my my um love in areas. I'm gonna give my um my money in different areas. Make sure I'm paying my tithes and and all that good stuff. But enough about that. I'll have some more stuff on you know the month of April on my IG site. So make sure you're following my IG Woman Be Here underscore podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about that. Today, 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 in this episode, I am going to be visiting an area of of hurt <laughs> where I feel like has struck a nerve in far too many people. And that hurt is church hurt. And I know just by me saying those two words, y'all are just ready, or even just by reading the title of this episode before y'all even press play, y'all probably shook your head. And that's messed up because the church is supposed to be a representation of God, right? And if I were to ask you the question of um, what what do you think of when you think of God? Like, what did Jesus exemplify when the when the Bible speaks of His works while on earth? Like, what's what's His character to you guys? And I wish y'all could talk back to me because um, I really want to hear what y'all want to say right now and. I promise lives are coming soon too, but I ain't, I'm not in that area of boldness yet. But just so I can't hear y'all, I'm going to just tell y'all what I think and what I get from reading the word and experiencing God in myself. So I gather that God is love, that God could care less about what I have on when I go to a church building, as long as I am there with a heart posture that is inclined to giving him all my praise. I know for myself that God doesn't want me to feel shame and that his word says that my sin is forgiven. And that's why he sent his only son and that his word tells me that we shouldn't judge. And by the same measure we judge someone else, that same measure shall we be judged on judgment day, right? I know that God doesn't fail us. He does. He hasn't failed me. God wants the best for us. 
And that's just a little snippet of like a mouthful (laughs) and some more that I could say about God, right? But as a representation of Christ, shouldn't the church be aligned with the character of God and the action of and the actions of God? Yeah, right. So what what so many of us have experienced is that oftentimes it's not the character of the church or the church building is not aligned with the character of God. And what so many of us have experienced is what I call church hurt. And this hurt comes in so many forms and from so many people within the church. So in this episode, I want to acknowledge your hurt and then move on from there. First, I'm going to give y'all my background. So I grew up in church. My grandparents, like both sets of my grandparents were heavy in church. Um, My mom was an evangelist. Um, Me and my four siblings would get like woke up every Every Sunday, early, like for Sunday school, we attended all three of them church services, Wednesday night Bible class, revivals, Friday services. Like when when they had church, we was there and we attended a small church. You know, those churches where like everybody is either related by blood or by marriage or by God or something like God, sister, God, brother, like that was us. And that was it. That was our church. And I turned. I attended a church. Um, I attended that church like all the way back into middle school or uh, early high school before we kind of like tapered off going. But um, after me tapering off going, even after that, my best friend invited me back to her church. So I started attending her church that she went to for a time. So all in all, I've been in church my whole life with periods of like intermission. I could say. But all of these years of me attending church, it was like I would go, but, you know, have these periodic feelings of I don't know if I should, like, wave my hands. Um, I feel like shouting, but I would suppress it for, like, fear of somebody looking at me or thinking, like, mm, what she got going on? Or, or mm, she crying <laughs> when the when the preacher um, is preaching or, you know, what she crying about, yada, 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 you know? So it's like, why would you have that fear or why would you, why do you have those thoughts in a place where you should feel safe and where you should feel comfortable about being vulnerable in a place where God should be? And when you get older and you start growing and talking and listening, you begin to notice a lot of things like a lot of messed up things, dysfunction and nonsense. And the common denominator for that fear and those thoughts were people and not just people, church people. Have y'all ever said out of your mouths or heard the saying that um, church people are the worst? So I visited a church over the um, over the weekend, right? And we were late, but um, no, I, I make it a habit not to try to try not to be late or whatever. Um, but even if you are, whatever. Um, so we went and we we visited this church, right? And we were late. And yo, not even two seconds before I butts hit the chair, like seat won't even warm. Yeah. Seat won't even warm yet. As soon as we got to our seats, the the man preaching says, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed to walk in church late. And that caught me so off guard because... It's so many what ifs in that situation, yo. Like, 
What if I just came from off the street? Somebody got me off the street, told me to go to this church. What if I just came out of a bad situation saying, let me go to church? What if I had a car accident before I got to church? What if I had to sneak out of my house to get to church? You don't know the situation, so why would you call me out like that? What if I wasn't a believer and you were supposed to convince me that day? Anyway, <laughs> before we really grow and start learning and observing, I think we all have this expectation of church that they are supposed to be loving, right? The church people. They're supposed to be genuine. They're supposed to keep what you tell them confidential, that you that they aren't supposed to judge. There are church people are supposed to look at you with respect and treat you with the same respect. And you you expect the women in the church to be women of class and women of poise. You expect the men to treat you as if you were like a fine diamond to conduct themselves with maturity and not like dogs. And then when we really actually get into a church and start communicating with the people in the church, and they all seem so nice when you first meet them, you feel so comfortable telling them things. You feel okay being around them. Why? Because they are expected to be followers of Christ, right? But then one day, something you told one person (laughs) seems to have come out and your business is now the business of the entire congregation. Or one day, that married musician that was calling you sis is now trying to come at you like you a whole bottle of water in the middle of a desert, or in a, every sermon that you hear, the the pastor is preaching hell, 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 and sin, 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 and okay with casting you down into shame, but not willing to show you where where they were once vulnerable and teach you how to get up and teach you how to walk right and let you know that the journey isn't always easy, but you're human and to keep pressing forward and so on. <laughs> Or a leader that keeps speaking on prosperity, yet the one time that you are in need won't even give you two nickels to put towards your disconnection notice, or even stand in agreement with you in a personalized and intentional prayer. But they riding around in a Bentley with a multi-million dollar house and can't even meet you in the mud when Jesus touched a leper and said, I'm willing. So now the expectation of a church and the expectation of church people has gone from a place of safety and of love to a place where I don't feel safe being vulnerable here. I don't trust the church. I don't trust church people. The church can't give me anything that I need. The church was supposed to be there for me, but the church failed me. And the bad part about all of that is because the church is supposed to be a representation of God, we begin to place that lack of trust not only in the church and church people, but in God. And we've placed that hurt not only in our hearts for the church, but for God. Because we've we've gotten hurt by church people. So it's like, not only has the church hurt me, but because I was hurt in this setting where God should be, God hurt me too. And that's where I want to come in and let you know that, oh my gosh, yes, church people can hurt you to your core. Because when we go to church initially, we let our gate down, right? We let our wall down and we let them folks in because, but 
I want to let y'all know it's not the same as letting God in. So some things that have really, really helped me get past or get through the hurt that church people left me with, or some things that I have had to learn is one, church is not a building. Two, church people are still people. I'm going to come back to these, y'all. Three, every church is not the same and all church people are not the same. Four, when you attend church, remember why you were attending church. And five, learn to separate the spirit from the person. So the church is not a building. That's number one. The church is we get this. I know I know a lot of people say like the church is not a building, you know, all this stuff, but I really want y'all to know like for real it's not. The church is a body of believers that live out the word through your actions and through the way you speak. And I know have y'all probably heard or read about that our body is a temple. And I know y'all heard hear that so much because people be like, I don't go to church. My body is a temple. But that's real and wrong. Christ lives in us and we in him. I may not physically attend a um a location or a church building, but I'm on elevation online every Sunday. I'm in it because, you know, where I go. Mm, God is where I go, right? So I still have fellowship. I still congregate with people, whether online or whatever. I still talk about God and I I am where he is and he is where I am. So remember, the church is not a building. Number two, church people are still people. And yes, that sucks when you think about it that way. But be for real, church people are human as ever. Romans 3.23 says, For we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But people, how can we expect people to never fail? Only God is unfailing. And just because you slap the word church in front of people doesn't give them special powers and they're human. Yes, we as Christ representers, <laughs> in the words of Jonathan McReynolds, that's what he calls us, Christ representers, Yes, as Christ representatives, we should strive to be just like God. You know, we shouldn't let any unwholesome talk come from our mouths. We shouldn't lie on our neighbors. We shouldn't commit adultery, all those good Ten Commandments. We should we should be following. But remember, no sin is bigger than the other. And we have to pray for discernment on any type of person, whether they are church people or not. Right? Number three, every church building is not the same, and all church people are not the same. Find yours. I talked a little bit about um, both of the churches that I experienced being um, small churches, and I used to have this thing about not wanting to go to big churches because I liked the feeling of knowing my pastor. And I also had this idea in my head about like these big mega churches that they were like money launderers or extortionists or something like that. And some are. Um, But I can say, I can say that the church I attend now is huge and has like many campuses, but it it has also been the best journey or best church experience in my entire life. Like when I visited, it was all love. I volunteer at my church and I'm, I'm E-Fam. I attend E-Group at my church and it's, though it's, it's amazing. Like we pray for each other and we pour into each other and it's no messiness, just support and uplifting and nurturing and just, Yo, proof that 
all church buildings or church settings are not messy and that you can find the church that is for you, that helps you, that feeds you. And, you know, it's okay to take your time to find that because God will lead you there and you'll know what church is for you, which which people for you. Like, as long as you have that personal relationship with God, like I stated, you you read your word, you pray, like, God is going to lead you there, I promise you. Number four, when when you attend church, remember why you were attending church. I kind of said something about my why, like, in the beginning of this episode, basically speaking on my business, but having your why for anything is so important. Like, one of the, the most important points that I want you to remember is the why. Why do you attend church? I attend, I attend church to glorify God. I attend church to restore me and rejuvenate me and for my strength to be about that, my faith to be about that, to meet God and to be in his presence and to hear his word and learn and grow and serve and not for people. Big point. Not for people. You should not care about what the one person is doing over the next. All you should be caring about is if God is there and speaking to you and you feel it and so shoot, sometimes you ain't got to feel it. All you need is to hear it. But listen, if you got God in you, he rocking with you. And if he don't go into a church building, baby, he, he ain't going to move you to go in there either. <laughs> oh, he going to move you to leave. Number five is learn to separate the spirit from the person. Like, that's a big point, too. To overcome the past church hurt, I had to learn to do this not only for church people, but for people just in general. I guarantee you more than half the time, the enemy is stirring something up in a person that's giving you a hard time, spreading all your business around and whatnot. And that's where you have to recognize, see, this person is being used as a whole pawn. Separate the spirit from the person. Separate the action from the person. And that's why the Bible says, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. And then it also says, in the presence of my enemies, God will prepare a table for you. God sees your hurt. He knows what happened. And I just feel like God let me know that it's such a real and raw experience for so many of us. Oh, my God. This church hurt. But to come back to a place where you let God breathe into you and to leave people where they are. God knows how to put the right relationships and the right people in your life, but we need to continuously pray for discernment to be able to distinguish them accordingly. Yo, I was 16 years old when I got my business passed around the church like, like a collection plate. <laughs> Still in my teens were men who men who I thought were godly took advantage of my greatness and my anointing. And played off my insecurities and lack of knowledge. Like, I trusted these leaders to show me God, but only they led me to confusion. Yo, that hurt is real. And the long-term effects that it has is more real. But today, I'm going to let you know that you have the authority to take back what was stolen from you. You don't have to trust man. Trust God to lead you to the right people. Trust God to lead you to the right building. Or shoot, (laughs) if it's your calling, start one. That's all for today's episode, y'all. I really pray that it blessed y'all in some kind of way. And if I have some people that are still struggling with church hurt or even struggling with finding a church building, I'm praying that you guys 
I pray that God heals your hearts and aligns you with the home that is so fitting to you. I mean, from your style of worship to the way how the message is delivered, even down to serving opportunities and where you volunteer. I pray that God leads you right into it. Okay, that's all. <laughs> so thanks again for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. I will see you guys next week.